Hi, it's Maureen, aka the Diabetes Lady. I'm here today to talk about number one of the diabetes snippets, which is about the HbA1c. Now, this is where people, when I meet them, get really confused. They think that the HbA1c is a similar reading to the one that you take when you do the blood glucose monitors. It's not. So let me explain. A blood glucose monitor, when you prick your finger and take that test, that is monitoring what your blood sugar is approximately at that moment in time as you are, as you've done the finger prick and the, the machine has tested it. When we're looking at an HbA1c, an HbA1c is looking at the last four months. So it's looking at the last four months and it's looking at the average of what your blood sugar is now. This can actually work in your favour because when you have that blood done and you go and see the nurse or the doctor around your diabetes, if it's a, a good result, marvellous, magic, go for it, keep going on, you're doing a good job. If it seems to be higher than it should be and they'll say, oh, that's gone up, we might need to change your drugs, la la la, then what you do is you go along with it. But what you have to remember in your head is that on the day that you have your HbA1c done, it's the first day of your next three to four months where you can make an absolute difference to your diabetes care. So I'm going to do what I do when I talk to my patients, which is I'm going to draw on the board because I'm a bit of a weirdo and it's the way it helps me in remembering that I tell you the correct stuff. So HbA1c, what is it? As I said to you, it's an average of your last four months because, and where do I get that four months from? Four months is approximately 120 days. Now, 120 days is the length of time that a red blood cell is alive and kicking in your bloodstream. And why am I concerned about an HbA1c, a red blood cell within your HbA1c? Hb means haemoglobin, which is your red blood cell. So when you eat something, whatever it is, whatever we eat nowadays, especially if it's processed, it's going to have sugar in it. So as we eat and the body metabolizes it, sugar will stick to the red blood cell. Now, I've said it lasts for 120 days. That does not mean that every 120 days of your life, you lose all your red blood cells and you get a whole new set batch not the way it works. The bloody is much more cleverer than that. And it dribs and drabs as to when the cells wear off. The same as human beings. We're all born at different times and then we all die at different times. So that's the way it is. But we do know that the red blood cell lasts 120 days. So in that 112 from being a little wee one, 120 days from being a little wee red blood cell to an older one, it's going around the body. You're eating something. The blood flows around the pancreas. And as it's going round the body, it's picking up sugar because sugar is sticky and a red blood cell is sticky. So it sticks to the red blood cells. It then passes through the pancreas. The pancreas and the brain go, oh, my God, the blood sugar is high. We need to drop it. We produce a load of insulin. So we produce the insulin. It takes the sugar and it uses the sugar to make energy. Now, when I talk about energy, I'm not talking about energy as in, oh, I'm going to run the marathon today or I'm going to go for a really vigorous walk or I'm going to go swimming. 
that's not the energy I'm talking about. I'm talking about the energy that I'm using here and now talking to you. I'm talking. So to be able to talk, I'm having to use energy to be able to do that. To be able to see every day, I'm using energy to ensure that my eye is working healthily and perfectly so that I can see. I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm actually gesticulating because I tend to use my hands a lot. That is all energy. I'm breathing in and out. My heart is beating. That is energy. And that when I talk about energy is what I'm talking about. It's the simple, basic stuff that you do on a day to day. OK, so what happens is, is, like I say, it's passed through. The insulin is produced and the insulin then attaches itself to takes the sugar off the red blood cell and connects with it. It then insulin works like a door key in that that each simple cell which is where energy is made, has a receptor on it. Those receptors connect with the insulin. So the insulin, like a key, attaches itself to one of the receptors that the cell recognises for insulin. The insulin then passes the sugar into the red blood cell. And right in the nucleus of the, red, of the actual cell, not the red blood cell, I got that wrong, it's taken it off the red blood cell, connected with the receptor on the cell. And when it passes the sugar in, the sugar creates energy which is what's commonly known as if you were to read biology books it's called ATP and a big explosion happens and that explosion is energy being produced if however we don't do a lot of exercise or we get as we get a bit older we don't run around and race around as much as we did when we were in our 20s and 30s receptors do fall off the cells but I'll talk about that in another conversation when I'm talking about medication and that's then why we get the central obesity so that's why we talk about now actually going for walking but I'll talk about that later on when we're talking about that at the moment I'm talking about an HbA1c so the HbA1c is the amount of sugar that is still left on your red blood cells when the blood is taken. Now, if it's been metabolised correctly, your blood sugar should be less than 40, which may, means that it's in what we would call normal glycemia, or it means that you've got good control of your blood sugars. You're in the normal realms. If it then tips over into 42 to 47, that is then what we call non-diabetic hyperglycemia or pre-diabetes. Hyper always means high and hypo means low. Normo means normal. OK. So if it then goes where it then tips over and it's above 48, that is when you're going to possibly get a diagnosis of type 2 diabetes. But what we do as healthcare professionals, as per the guidance that we follow, which is usually nice in this country, is that what we do is signs in Scotland, nice in, in England then what we tend to do is we look at what the parameters are. And internationally, the parameters are between above 48 is a diagnosis of type 2. Between 42 and 47 is a diagnosis of pre-diabetes. Either one of those titles, non-hyperglycemic diabetes, non-diabetic hyperglycemia or pre-diabetes or type 2 diabetes in the early days, can be put into remission and I know that that can be done because I had a gentleman that turned up at one of my sessions at the GP practice and his blood sugars were 147 I nearly fell off my chair 
But he managed with guidance and telling him what to do and what not to do, which I don't like doing with people because as soon as you tell somebody you're not to do that, they'll go and do it. It's the childness. We all do it. I do it. Everybody does it. But he managed to get a grip of himself and he managed to reduce his HbA1c from 147 down to 46 and I nearly died. I was so impressed with him. So he did that in the first three months. I then didn't see him for another six months. And when he came back again, he'd managed to drop it down to 41. Now, I have to say that I will talk about this man again later on. In fact, he'll probably come up quite often because he was just an amazing sample. But can I just say that he thanks me? He says it's me that's done it for him. I didn't do it because I haven't lived with him for the last eight, nine months to manage to get his blood sugars back into normal control. You do it. I have spent in that time two hours and 10 minutes with him, just talking, guiding, counselling him. I didn't actually do the work. He's done the work. And that is why when I talk about diabetes and I talk about going into remission and I talk about your HbA1c, I will always talk about you doing it. You take back the control. It is about you. You are in charge of you and your body, not me, because I'm not sat on your shoulder. And I'm certainly when you come to see me, I am not a priest and I am not a confessional. What you eat is on your is for you. You're an adult. You know what's right and what's wrong. But getting back to HbA1c, HbA1c is past. It's the last 120 days of your life. OK, that is what it's looking at. So when you get that HbA1c, whether it's good, bad or indifferent, always bear in mind that you can make a difference for the next time you have that blood sugar done. Not up to the healthcare professional. It is totally in your hands. I know that sounds really, really tough, but that is what an HbA1c is. It's our marker to know that your blood control, your blood sugar control is in good control. We can do finger pricking and you can manipulate finger pricking you can't manipulate an hba1c because you do have to put the control you have to put the good work in my name's maureen i'm the diabetes lady and if you need to know more about me or to see me or speak to me you can find me on my website which is the diabetes lady i have a facebook page and i have an instagram page which again is called the diabetes lady more than happy to help more than happy to talk to you take care of yourself until next time Thank you.